Welcome to the podcast, Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. I'm your host, Angie Huser. It is time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Are you ready? All right, let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, you know what? No one said this was going to be easy. And uh, today is living proof of one of those days. And I thought, you know, I think it's time uh, to have that heart to heart again. You know that I'm very transparent with my struggles and my journey. And I use that in hopes that maybe it is a helping somebody else that feels they're going through it alone. So if you've never heard my podcast before, um, I'm Angie. I've been an amputee, above knee amputee for two and a half years. And um, I'm a very type A personality, but my goal is always to be really transparent because it's really easy to show the world all the good things that are happening for you. Um, It's really hard to show when things are going wrong. And I think in, in our community, I think that there's a lot of struggles and things that people don't know until they get in the middle of it. You don't know what to ask until you're in the middle of it, and you don't know what to expect. And that goes for me. Like, I thought things had been going great, and here I am now two and a half years in, and I'm hitting um, a point of struggles again. Um, It's not the first time. It uh, It won't be the last. I know that. So if you are um, watching this on YouTube... Um, you'll see that uh, you can see I put my my leg in camera view so you can kind of see the kind of socket I have and my knee joint. You can kind of see that. Um, if you're just listening, though, um, if you have never heard my podcast, just a quick last couple months, we've recently moved homes after 12 years, um, just moved north a little bit in Arizona. And uh, that was really tough on my body physically because of all the up and down of getting things in and out of boxes. So that took its toll, but I was also struggling with my socket fit at the time. Um, If you don't know, your socket changes as your limb changes. And between weight loss and just limb changing over time, which it does, um, you have to go through different socket fittings. And then the fitting is basically a casting and then a check socket to see how that fits, and then you finally get your final socket, which is what I wear, and what you see other people wearing out and about. Well, when we were moving, I knew that it wasn't fitting well, but I had zero time to get to my prosthetist, and he knew that, so he um, and I were just buying some time, and he would make some quick adjustments on the internal fitting, um, re-shrinking it a little, but over time in our heat in Arizona, it would stretch and expand to the size of the socket, the external hard part. Um, and I'm a skin fit, which means basically I am skin inside with a plastic, soft plastic lining that gives, and then a hard outer socket um, that keeps the form. Well, I spent a good portion of my summer with the move and unpacking and getting life up and running in this new home that finally when I did go, we've been now working on a new socket. Now you have to understand I've had the new socket for well over a month 
And I always know, and my husband reminded me, that that first week or so is really tough because even if it fits great, your body, your skin, especially because I'm skin fit, has to get used to the new wear and tear, which usually means I get some pinching here and there. I get raw spots. I have to get that you know, healed. And I don't heal by keeping my leg off. I actually wear it day every day, all day. And just, um, it has to heal itself. That's, that's the proposition I give my skin. You just got to deal with it, boys. Let's do it. So that's what I've been dealing with. Now, several weeks have gone by and I got through some of the kinks, but there were some others. And if you don't know me, being a type A personality, I am constantly on the go. I put my leg on first thing in the morning when I get up and it stays on till I go to bed. So let's say I put it on at seven in the morning. It doesn't come off till about 1130 at night and whatever it is, it is. And some days it's a really bad fit. And a lot of times that gets better as I deal with it. I don't take it off. I don't, oh, I don't like the fit. So I'm going to take it off and just deal, walk around the house with crutches. I leave it on. And then my leg kind of just gets used to it. Um, Our body is amazing at flooding pain with its own chemicals to kind of help numb some of that pain. And then sometimes you just deal with it. Well, today was one of those days where I put it on. And I was just at my prosthesis office. So you got to hear this story really quick. Sometimes you can't predict what will happen. And of the two and a half years, this is the first time this has happened. For the last couple weeks, I have dealt with a raw spot on the inside of my thigh, kind of down inside. So it wasn't even the top part where my skin might be pinching. It was down within my socket. And I couldn't figure out why it wouldn't heal. And it was bad, like stinging so bad that if I went for a walk, I would hobble as if I had some sort of pain in my limb when it was just like soreness. I I said, I liken it to when you get that little tiny, tiny stone in your shoe and you kind of walk the day with it and then you take it out and you're like, oh, and you got like a blister or something and you saw the little tiny pebble in there and that's all it took to destroy your like toe. Well, it felt... For those of you that are Arizonians, it felt like a little piece of cactus was stuck inside my socket and I was rubbing on one of those little prongs all day long. That's how sharp the pain was. And I knew that it was just skin um, doing its thing and up against the plastic. Well, come to find out, I think I was there two days ago. We took it off. He was going to recast it because they put the valve a little bit too high. So we're thinking that might be causing me to hit bone at the bottom. So my femur is hitting the bottom of this too. So that's another tweak. While we were recasting and basically he took the inside plastic and poured cement down in it and then pulled it off and then cleaned out my socket. And now he has a whole cement um, form of what my leg looks like on the inside. When he took it out, he took the hard from hard shell from the soft shell apart. He noticed that the seam that is inside the groin here all the way down was actually cracked on the inside. Basically, what was happening is every step, a little tiny piece would open up on a little thin seam and then pinch shut 
open and pinch. So I was literally pinching my skin for like three weeks over and over and over again in the same spot. I have never had a seam give. Like usually once it's there, it's sanded down to smooth so that there's no rough surface or anything that could cause abrasion. That's the first time. So we did what we had to do. We put some um, material over that, smoothed it out a little bit and up over the edge. But the fear was there is an edge to that material where around the outside edge. It's like putting tape down there and there's an edge of the tape. Yep. Sure enough, yesterday when I wore it all day, I took off my leg and I was sore and I was like, wow. And you could see an outline of that material all bubbled up red and swollen and itchy like like it had been pinching all around the new material. So that's what I'm dealing with right now until we can recreate this socket. And that's the, the part I have to wait on. And there's, there's nothing that can be done. When you see the crack, you fix the crack, see if that's what's causing the pain. It was. But now I have a new set of problems with that. Now, if you don't know me, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to muscle through it because that I can do. If I know where it's coming from, that's not a problem. It's the times when you don't know what's going on that is so frustrating. Well, today, for some reason, I decided to, after I sent my kid off to school, I don't usually have my, my um, leg on at that point because it's so early. It's like six and I'm making his lunch on crutches and everything send him off to school and I decided to sit down for a few minutes and I just did a few things without my leg on, which I don't normally do. Usually I get right up and get moving. And I think just that little bit of time, even sitting, I ended up getting um, some fluids from gravity from making his lunch and everything and let it sit there for a while. So when I put my leg on, it really didn't fit the way I wanted it to fit. And I don't know if you've ever experienced that. If you're an amputee, I wonder, and I tell you this story because I I like to think about how this might affect somebody else. I know some of you will say it doesn't fit well. So you take it off to give yourself a break during the day. The problem is gravity floods your body and your residual limb with fluids and the bloods and stuff in your body. Well, then you try to put something on that fits when you've been active. It's not going to fit well. And I'm a prime example. Today was the example. I put it on and it didn't feel like it went in well with my bag. So I took my leg off and I redid it. And as soon as I started walking, I realized it felt tight and pinching up in the inner thigh, which would be right about where fluids would start to pool from gravity. Um, and then I was hitting my bone at the bottom and I'm like, well, you know what? You're just going to have to deal with it. So I grabbed my backpack, grabbed my dog, her leash, and we started heading out for my walk. I was like, we're just going to pump the fluids out. We're going to just do this. Well, it was like the trifecta of ugh, because I started walking and my adductor started to hurt some, but then I started feeling like I was um, straining my like hip flexor to the point where it was sore. Like if you've, if you're two legger and you've just done something and you're like, Ooh, that really, really kind of hurts. You kind of can stretch it out and maybe you'll just rest it. Right. Well, I think I did that 
to my residual limb, trying to muscle through with my leg. But because I'm walking funny because I'm bone hitting and this wasn't fitting right and this and this, I think I exacerbated those those issues. I feel like I pulled some muscle or started to pull muscle. Like it was the, the start of a twing. And, you know, I made it maybe to the end of the block. And I just told my dog, I'm sorry. And we turned back around and I came home completely defeated. And I thought, you know what? I wasn't even sure what I really wanted to talk to you about today. And then I realized that, that this was this was the moment. Like, it's so easy to sit there and say, oh, you know, life is good. I'm out and I'm exercising and I'm doing my thing. And yeah, I, oh, I got a pinch, but I can get through it. Well, this is one of those moments where I thought, I can't do this anymore. And it did get to that point where I had to watch myself talk because I have literally, like I said, I've been dealing with this since before the move. Right before my move, I realized my socket wasn't fitting well anymore. And I was it was due time for a new socket. Like it had been, I think my last one I got was last December. And now we were getting into summer. And I'm like, I, I need a new socket. Things aren't the same. But then the move happened and then this and then that and then school started and then my other son went to school, college and, you know, it's just like life, right? It gets really hard to schedule an appointment now that they're 45 minutes away from me and make that trip back and forth. That's, you know, a couple hours out of my day just driving and then to spend a couple hours making sure you have the right fit when you're there and then going back the next day when something's not feeling right. It's just a very long process. For those of you that have been through it, you understand what I'm talking about. It is not a simple process. We don't just go get casted and get to take home a leg. There's all these moments in between where you're getting fitted and it's not right. Then you go back for another fit. So patience is definitely a virtue. I have never been good at patience. Those of you that know I homeschool my kids, you think I have patience. I have better patience with other people's kids than my own. Um, they'll even tell you that. Um, and I don't have patience when it comes to my physical well-being. I spent so many years on my back with knee surgeries before I decided to amputate and gaining weight and everything that once I started to lose weight during the pandemic and on my new leg, you know, it was like, I don't want to stop. I'm like, you know, it was kind of an addiction. I want to keep moving. I want to keep getting better. I want to get stronger. I want to lose more weight or whatever. That this has been so mentally hard on me that I spent the summer exhausted. I wasn't working out or doing anything, but moving totally beat me up. And then you really can get mentally down on yourself when your leg doesn't fit right, your prosthetic doesn't fit right. It's a really tough road to pick yourself up from and you really are the only one that has that power. People can give you some guidance and some support and cheer you on, but really it's what happens in the quiet moments. When you're alone and you have nothing but to think about is your life, your leg, your limb, or whatever that's going on in your life. If you're dealing with another struggle, yeah, it doesn't have to be an amputation. But I'll tell you what, when you're alone with your own thoughts, that's when the real, that's the real meat and potatoes of it, right? That's like, that's when you really see what you're made of. And um, sometimes that can be a defeating moment too, because 
I think I'm a very strong person, but right now I'm getting very pushed to my very, very limits and, and I'm struggling because my thought goes to what if this is, what if it doesn't get better? And I know I can't think like that, right? That's not a good way to move through your life because you're not going to move anymore. And I've got to believe that there is something better um, coming. And I know my prosthetist well enough to know he isn't going to let this slide. I told him the other day, I had gotten to a point where I was moving so well in my prosthetic like a year ago that I had finally knocked down my walking minute per mile between 17 and 18 minute miles. And that was awesome because I started in the 20s. Well, guess what? I can't get out of 20, 21 minute miles now. I can't walk the way I want to walk. And to me and the competitive side of me, that's really a struggle for me. I I really am struggling with that. And so it comes down to, well, one, I need to make myself mentally happy. Um, I have to find a, a joy in me. And if I end up sitting around, I'm going to end up gaining weight losing muscle, and I'm going to start to go into a defeatist mentality, and I cannot afford that. And I don't want to be there. But when you are dependent on a leg to get you from point A to point B, whether it's hiking, biking, walking, whatever, for your exercise, um, it can be very easy to succumb to the fact that this is not good, and it's not getting better, and I don't know what to do. And then you kind of decide you're going to sit down and do nothing because it hurts to do anything. And it's like this really bad cycle. And so I wanted to speak to that today because I know so many people are in that that phase of their life. And whether it's because you're an amputee or whether because you're ill, whether you've been put in the hospital, uh, whether you're fighting a disease, whether whatever it is, and like I said all the time, it's not necessarily even just about amputees that we all struggle with this. It's all of us. At some point in time, we hit a valley. And I will tell you right now, I'm in one of my valleys and I will try to put a positive spin on it. But the reality is I need to get creative and think outside the box because right now there's nothing else I can do but either push through pain And um, I've been doing that, but even I have my limits. (laughs) And uh, today was one of those days when I can't make it to the end of the block without telling myself, just turn back around. I don't give up easily. That was was a hard decision, but yet it was a really easy decision. I knew I couldn't go any further. That's how much pain I felt today. And I immediately texted my prosthetist. And so this, I give you this guidance because if you are an amputee, this is going back to my, my talk that one time on communication. I don't sit and stew on this. He, I was there the other day. He has my cast. He is working on it. And I know this, and he knows me well enough to know that I can't wait very long before I start to really start to, it starts to eat away at me. But I let him know. I texted him. I said, Hey, listen, I don't want to bother you, but here's where I'm at. I I can't even do this. And you know me, that is not me. And then I even sent him pictures of my socket where I pointed to places where I was feeling the problems so he can visually see, not just 
me texting him comments. But visually see, I'm pointing right here. This is where I'm hitting my bone. And if you're on YouTube, you can see it's all the way down at the very bottom. I know I'm hitting out and I don't have a lot of flesh down there and I can feel the end of my femur. So if you can imagine walking and your femur hitting down inside something hard and there's only, I would say, maybe a couple millimeters of skin there, that doesn't feel very good when you're walking. So you got that going. And then I said, I think I'm swollen because up in this area, in the middle of my thigh, it is tight. And when it's tight inside and you're trying to tighten your muscle to move forward with the next step, it hurts a lot. And then I said I started feeling the pains like I was pulling muscles up in my hip flexors, hip flexor area, um, probably because I'm walking funny, right? So like I'm not even, my gait isn't even pretty. Like I can't even correct it because everything hurts. That's when I turned around. And those are the things I wrote to him. And then I sent in the pictures of me pointing to the areas of problem. He immediately called me back. So right there, I knew... Um, again, he's totally invested in what I'm going through. So we talked it out. We talked about what to do. Um, he is going to try to get me in tomorrow or the latest Friday to have the check socket ready, a new check socket, which is scary because again, dealing with all the different issues of something new on your leg, but I need to find out longevity wise, why certain things are hurting and like the bone hitting out and things like that. So I'm hoping in the next day or two, I will be down there and I will get a check socket and I will start this whole process again. So even though patience is not my virtue, (laughs) I know it is a virtue and I am trying my hardest, but I want people to know that, you know, good things come to those who wait, right? All the sayings you can think of, when you feel like you're hitting rock bottom, and that's truly where I felt on my walk today, that's when the grit comes in. That's when your desire um, to be better, to do better, and to make it through life, really, you you start to build your character. I, I don't even know how to, how else to say it. And yet, I I started thinking, okay, that's me, right? For those of you that do know me, I don't take this lightly. I I don't like to be off my leg. I don't like to be inactive. I can't just sit around. When I sit around, I feel worse about myself. So I'm always doing something. And if I don't find something to do, then, then I struggle. So I started thinking, well, that's me. That's my type A personality. So if you're an active person, you like to be active, you were an athlete in your younger years, you like to be doing those types of things, you're sporty, you're an outdoorsman, you like to lift, whatever those things are, are, you've already got the grit to push and muscle through and to pick yourself back up when things go wrong. But what about the people that didn't have a choice like I did. I elected to take my own leg. What happens if they are someone who was dealing with diabetes or with cancer and, or maybe you're older or um, you were never really an active person? What about those people that don't know what it's like to fight through pain to succeed? 
it's not a bad thing. It's just that we're all built mentally differently. And I started thinking about those people. What if I was the kind of person that barely put my leg on and maybe made it through a grocery store or I was the one that would put my leg on but then I'd grab the electric cart at Walmart because I can't make it through Walmart. What if I'm that person and I I am struggling like I am right now? I try to put myself in those shoes because those are the people that take their leg off and put it in a corner for the day because the pain's too much for them to even tolerate and they don't feel like they should have to tolerate that kind of pain. All right, so being that person, I started really seeing why so many people struggle with their amputee, like with their amputation. And, and, and trying to speak to that person right now. How do you fight? How do you get it so that you can win this battle so that you can live your best life? Well, what I noticed for me today and one of the reasons why I think my leg wasn't fitting, and I think by the end of the day, I will be much better. And actually, I left all my stuff out for walking and my dog's leash because I am going to get out sometime today and it will be better. I know this from experience, but what I noticed about my day was that today I prolonged putting my leg on till just before nine, which means that I had you know, after you sleep all night, right, your body kind of normalizes and you're not, you don't have gravity working on your limb. But after making his lunch and sending him off to school and then hanging out for a little bit before I decided to change and get ready for the day, I didn't have my leg on. And that may have been an extra hour, but I believe it made a huge difference in how my socket fit my leg. And that's what I'm speaking to today is the fact that if you are the kind of person that gets up and does things around your house in your wheelchair or your crutches and then tries to put your leg on late afternoon, early afternoon, late morning, whatever, instead of right after you get out of bed when your leg is at its thinnest or your arm or whatever it is, I, I, whatever your amputee is. For me, with being the leg, the gravity flooded my residual limb with the fluids and I believe that's why my leg didn't slide on the way it normally does and I believe that's the reason why it was really tight up above the valve just that one extra hour and so I wonder if some people don't know how to get that on because or keep it on because they're dealing with that and I totally get it I mean after doing that I don't normally do that so that was like a first for me and I wonder if that might be what causes some people's struggles to get their leg on and to move forward in the day both mentally and physically try it if you're one of those people that kind of procrastinates putting your leg on until you have to go out like to get groceries at 11 o'clock I bet you if you put your leg on right at the beginning of the day, you might find that it fits better and you have less issues with it. And I'm saying that is a possibility. I know for me that I noticed a difference after one hour uh, elongating my prosthetic being put on. So I know that I'm in for a little bit of a, a problem. I'm in for some pain, which was evident by my walk going wrong. But try it. Maybe that's what it is. 
maybe just that extra time put in to getting it on earlier will help you find a better fit throughout the day versus putting it on later. Again, it's just one possible solution for anybody that really doesn't like to wear their leg. It's not something that you can take lightly. You can't just put it on when you think you need it and hope to God it feels good. Like I wear mine, I'm not kidding, all day, every day. There is never a day I don't put it on. And there's never a day I don't put it on really early in the morning. And even when it hurts, I find ways around it. Sometimes it is sitting and just resting it at times. Sometimes it is literally getting my backpack and getting out for a walk and walking it out or going for a hike and and pumping fluids out and getting and just basically manhandling my leg because I just, I can't not be moving. I just, that's, that's not the life I want to live. And that's not the life I want for you. You know, everybody deserves to live a healthy, happy life. And right now I'm struggling. Honest to God truth, I'm struggling. I am not at the place I want to be. But what I try to think about is this is a journey. This is my journey. And it's going to have its ups. It's going to have its downs. This is a moment where I need to get stronger mentally because I am in a low point. I'm not doing the things I want to do. I'm not at the high level I want to be at or have been at. But I have joy knowing that I have been there before. I will get there again. And that's something you need to remember. And if you haven't found that joy, don't give up because it's there for you, but it is going to take a little bit of character and grit to get there and to feel the benefits of it, right? Nothing good comes easy. And with hard work, you're going to feel on top of the moon when you achieve what you wanted to achieve. And I talked to someone um, two weeks ago who's a new amputee. And I remember starting all over like starting at the beginning like that and and I feel like every time you get a new socket it's like starting over except that we do have the mechanics of walking down it's like starting over all the time I actually have a podcast called starting over again and again and again because every time we get a new socket it's it's a new thing it's not just like you know putting on a pair of pants new the next day and you just keep moving it's it's different it's putting something on your skin that doesn't feel right and learning to deal with certain things until you get used to it. And so this lady that's new to being an amputee, you know, I remember one of the last things I said to her when I went and saw her was, you know what? Set a goal for yourself. Goal setting is so vitally important. You want to make it achievable, but you want to make it something you have to work for because when you've had to work hard for something, it is so much more rewarding. And then it's it starts a whole cycle within you that you can't wait to achieve the next goal and the next goal and the next goal. So my goal right now is to find harmony and peace with my leg to my goals, I mean, they're big goals. Like I, I want to someday do part of the Arizona trail here, or even go and do some of the Appalachian trail. Um, I, I, I want to be able to go and do things that 
the average person with two legs might even struggle with doing. But then I also have small goals. Like today, I just want to go and walk. Even if it's walking my normal one and a half miles, I want to get that in sometime today. And that's a big goal because I couldn't make it to the end of the block and back. But I know that if I keep my leg on, even though it hurts, and I'm moving around my house and doing the chores around my house, that I will eventually find a rhythm with my leg. And then the goal is by the end of the night to get out and do that. I need to find myself an activity where I can feel good about myself. And I want you to as well, because when we can feel active, we're going to feel positivity from that. When we feel positivity, then we are lifted up and we have a mental gain that's like no other. And when our mental game is up and high, then our emotions are high. Everything's good in the world. Everything is right in the world. So for me, and I know that I would say, even if you don't even think this is you, physical activity is what will stem um, a positive route in your life. So if you can be physically active, more so than you normally are, if you normally have been sitting on the couch for months because of an illness or your amputee, then even getting up and doing your laundry and standing and folding it instead of sitting and having people bring the laundry to you or whatever. If you can find little things to make you just a hair more active than the the day before and a hair more active than the day before that and a hair more active than the day before that, you will eventually find yourself walking to your mailbox to get your mail. And then you never know. You might go, hey, this feels great. I'm so proud of myself for being where I'm at. Let me see what else I can do. But it really does come down to goal setting. That's something that was one of the first things I learned before I became an amputee. The people that I did peer-to-peers with that were amputees, that was the one thing they had in common. They all set goals. Like Sometimes they were realistic but hard to achieve, and they didn't make it... um, someday kind of goals. Well, someday I want to do this. Because when you have a someday kind of goal, you're never going to get it done because someday is always the next day or the next day or the next day. It's never now. So you need to find goals that you can achieve now. Like I said, someday I want to do the trails. Um, I'm hoping in a couple weeks, I'm going to try to get on and do the, um, our Granite Mountain Hotshots Memorial hike, which is a tough, hike. Um, I made it to the very first memorial um, for their captain of the hot shots here in Yarnell. And uh, my brother's coming in in a couple weeks and I think we're going to do the trail. I put that goal out last summer. Now, keeping in mind where I feel I'm at today, I've got a couple weeks to get my act together, but my goal is to do that. That's one of the big trails that I've been wanting to do. My short-term goal, you have to have short-term goals too. I want to get out. I'm going to try walking again today when I feel like I've got my leg maybe in a better place and I've kind of worked into a rhythm. Sometimes it takes, maybe not starting out the day with a walk, maybe once your leg gets on and you've worked out some kinks, maybe it's better to do things towards the evening hours. So I have a short-term goal. So the call to action today as I've talked enough about um, where I'm at, and I hope it kind of resonates with some of you, that 
yeah, you know what? It's not always roses. And um, today was, it's, I had to talk it out really because I'm so struggling with not being physically active that it's driving me nuts. I have to remember positive self-talk, right? We've talked about that before. If you start negating your value or uh, if you start telling yourself it doesn't get better than this or what if it doesn't get better than this, you are defeating. You are in a defeatist mentality and you're being negative and nothing ever good comes from negativity. And if you're going to beat yourself up, there's nobody else that can help you pull that yourself out of your mental game that, that you've just taken yourself down. Valleys happen. I have to remember that. I want you to remember that. Valleys happen in life. It helps us remember the good times and helps us also get motivated to push ourselves up that valley, up that mountain and to the top, the peak again, so we can enjoy life. Without the valleys, we wouldn't have the character building moments that we have. This for me is a moment to build my character and to find um, alternatives for when I am struggling. What can I do to turn my mental and emotional game around when my physical game is not where it needs to be? I just can't give up and I don't want you to give up. You deserve a great life. You deserve a happy life. You deserve to have a healthy life. But you have to dig down deep sometime and actually push yourself forward because only you really can do that. Yeah, your friends, your family, they can cheer you on. But ultimately, it's what happens in those moments alone with yourself and the talk that you give yourself that determines where you will go in life. So call to action. In these moments when you're in a valley, what are you doing to stay positive? What are you doing to stay physically active? What are you doing to be happy and healthy? I want you to start thinking about that for your call to action this week is to find something in the midst of your valley that will help you laugh or smile or find joy in life and where you're at right now in this valley. Because there is, if you look around, you will find things that nothing can take it away from you. Like me and my family, my boys are my ultimate joy. A husband who supports me and has supported me through all of the wreckage of my life the last few years has always been there for me. And I wouldn't trade any of that for the world. And if it means that I have a few weeks more of struggles and ups and downs, I know that my mountaintop will come again. I have to believe that. And I'm going to stick with that mentality until that mountaintop is seen and I'm at the top looking out. Because you know what? That's fleeting. Once we get to the top, we know that there's only one way and it's down again. It's just going to happen. That's life. You know, you don't know when it's going to happen. You don't know how long you'll be in a valley. You don't know how long you'll be on a mountaintop. But no one ever stays on top for good. Even though sometimes social media shows us people that are always showing us the best. That's not reality. Remember that. Just because someone is out running in the running blade doesn't mean that they are feeling great every day or even that that video, that short clip was a great fit or a great feel. But they are trying. And that's what you should take from it. They're trying. 
but remember that they all have their moments. They all do. No one is perfect. No one lives a perfectly healthy, happy life 24-7. Even those that lift and work out all the time, they hit a peak and then there's nothing else for them to do at that moment in time. And they sometimes just kind of fall off and they need to take a break, a physical break from all the working out. So what I want you to do is find the positive. Whatever it is, cling to it when you're in your valley. Cling to that positivity. Find a way to laugh through the hardships that you might be going through right now. I know you can do it. If I can do it, and I'm still struggling with that, but I'm gonna that's what I'm working on today. I like to bake, so I'll probably go bake for my sons because one's at school right now, one's at college, and I'm gonna go see the one in college tomorrow. So I'm gonna bring something for him and his roommates. So I'm gonna go bake because I can stand for long periods of time. And then a little bit later, I'm going to try out walking again. And if I can go further than I did this morning, then I've won. That's my goal every day is to always come out on top, whether it's a little tiny step or a big, huge step that I've taken. It won't matter as long as I make the effort to go forward versus ending backward. So Think positive, be positive. I know you can do it. I really hope you guys have an awesome, blessed, wonderful rest of your week. Remember to stay positive. And as always, be healthy, be happy, be you. 